0: Hello, and welcome to episode four of Movies My Wife Won't Watch.
1: Watch Row.
0: My name is Matt, and I'm here with my wife, Andrea. And welcome back. If this is the first episode you listen to, that's awesome. Thanks for joining us. Um, recommend welcome. going back and listening to the other ones as well. On all in and have a seat. Equally great episodes. But thanks again. And um, yeah, so here we are, episode four. So we'll start off this week with some small talk as we've been doing.
1: Small talk, small talk. <laughs> okay, so you've been you've had time to think about this yes. last night. I asked you the question, if you had to watch another rom-com again, which rom-com would you choose?
0: So I had to rack my brain on this for quite a while because I've seen... Quite a few, but I just couldn't... Which is surprising to me. I couldn't come up with one, but I think the one that I would probably watch would be The Wedding Singer, although Princess Bride is is pretty good as well. Those are both up there.
1: I was thinking about this answer you were going to give because you told me this beforehand. That's kind of cheating because we haven't done that before. But um, those both of those are very, I feel like male forward male dominated rom-coms like really princess bride isn't necessarily a rom-com though either but it does have romance in it
0: and it is comedic
1: very much so as is wedding singer right and with princess bride what does the grandpa say he it's got everything it's got fights and jousting and in love right Yeah, those are good ones. Mine were like typical 90s rom-coms that I probably watched to death and I probably wouldn't want to watch anymore just because I've seen them so often. But my favorites were You've Got Mail and Never Been Kissed. Right. And I do love me some Jane Austen. I could watch those over and over again. So. All right. You have a soft side, honey. <laughs> soft
0: Occasionally. and squishy inner heart. All right, so this week we are going to be discussing Sicario, the 2015 action crime thriller, I guess you could call it.
1: It just sounds like a crime movie. Like, it sounds like a mobster movie. Is it a mobster movie, kind
0: of? Uh, well, it's like drug cartels and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, there you go. Yep. So Sicario actually means... Um, Scared. Hitman in Scario. Spanish, I believe.
1: You make me no, scary. It's
0: not scary. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll just jump right into it. So the movie starts off in Chandler, Arizona, and there's a group of FBI uh, agents that are raiding this house. So one of the main characters is Emily Blunt. Oh yeah, who plays Kate in Kate. this? Katie. Kate Macer is her name. And she's kind of leading this group as they're going into this house. And she's part of the uh, hostage rescue group of...
1: So is she the negotiator kind of?
0: No, not necessarily. I mean, she's an actual agent. She's going in okay. and she's wearing like the full SWAT gear and Got stuff. Got it. So they're going through these, these rooms and they're clearing it out and there's a couple guys in there and she... Bursts into this one room and this guy shoots a shotgun and she gets her head out of the way just in time and Ooh, shoots a hole in the wall.
1: That was close. And uh,
0: she takes out the guy and uh, one of the other agents comes and she's like, you all right? And she's like, yeah. So then um, her partner Paul is Martin? actually, what is his name? Daniel Kaluuya. Day Lewis. Who is in. Daniel uh, Kaluuya. No. Very Kaluuya, delicious. I think is, you liqueur. say it. He, uh. He's in Black Panther, oh, so he's the flick. guy who is like not the he doesn't lead the other tribe, but he's like part of that other group
1: he's part of he's part of the opposite group and is he the one that ends up turning bad? No, he doesn't turn one?
0: bad. I think he's in the movie Get out too actually okay well but, anyway, but anyways. That's, his par- that's Kate's partner, and he's looking at the hole that the guy with the shotgun who's shooting at Kate in the wall, Yeah, and he's like, what is that? And they see it's like a plastic bag. So they oh. start pulling the drywall away from the wall, and there's bodies. Bodies? In there. Bodies inside the wall. Oh,
1: my gosh. I can't All believe they wrapped didn't up in smell it. Oh, because that's why they didn't smell it.
0: Yeah, they're wrapped up in plastic. So they start ripping it apart, and then the next scene, you see they're like processing the house. And they've got these guys that are like in full hazmat suits and they're cutting it up. And basically they go down the hallway and both sides of the the hallway in the walls in between the studs. So, you know, there's the 16 inch space between studs. I do know that. There's a body in each space.
1: Oh my gosh. So all
0: the way down both sides of the hallways. And then there was actually in that room too. So I think the whole house is just filled with, with dead these, bodies yeah basically and so they
1: just slap they kill a body and they tear down some drywall and put it in the next hole and they i guess slap up yeah some drywall. so
0: um they see people so they're searching and uh they're they're going through stuff and they go they're they're pan out to this um these cops in the um they're clearing out the shed basically and they find this door in the floor that's locked it's got okay. a padlock on it and then all of a sudden it just explodes like the whole shed just oh. explodes and and uh and you see the dust starts to clear and, and she comes out kate comes out and and she sees this guy crawling and he's missing like his arm oh my gosh and stuff so was
1: he on the SWAT team he was like going through it
0: well i think uh I think going phoenix it? pd was there too the police okay, was there yeah. too and so, I think he was just a regular cop he okay. looked like a plain clothes officer got it kind of thing so
1: so it's like they knew that it was raided and then
0: well it was booby trapped but i don't oh, know if they knew they were gonna, it was going to get raided gotcha so then they have this debrief session and that's a booby trap um kate that's and her partner are there and they're sitting outside in this conference room mm-hmm. and the head of kate's division is victor garber from alias uh, fame alias so also sitting in the like room is josh brolin whose character is Thanos? matt graver is his name and uh he's like a, a dod advisor which is department of defense mm-hmm. so they're talking about what's going on and they're talking about the drug cartels and this house i guess was owned by this guy named manuel diaz who is kind of up in the upper echelons of what's called the sonora cartel okay um sonora mexico so they're they bring kate in and sh- he asks her matt asks her a bunch of questions and you know like are you married you know do you have kids or whatever okay so
1: matt is thanos right
0: yes josh okay. broland
1: got it or the guy what was his character from goonies what's the, what's his name when he was in goonies Bran. brand brand i'm gonna call him brand brand Yeah. Brand, yeah.
0: So she they're like, We we want you to join this interagency task force to help take down the cartel, you know, the guys that were responsible for this house because you know there were some cops that died in that explosion and stuff, and she's like, We can't force you to go on it, you have to volunteer, basically. So she's like, Yeah, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. So she joins this interagency task force and and the next scene, it flashes down into Mexico in Nogales, Mexico. Yeah, and there's this cop down there, and they're just kind of filming his family life. And he gets up, and the guy, the guy who plays that actor is actually this is part of the trivia for later. But he's the guy who is in um, Captain America, Agent Sitwell. You know, the guy with the glasses who's part of hydra oh the yeah we,
1: who we were trying to figure out we were trying to figure out agent sitwell's name yeah right so
0: he's actually spanish because he's he's in real life his it's name Spaniel. is like he, um maximiliano Scugiano hernandez Scugiano. is his real name hmm. so he's speaking spanish in the in the movie obviously well, that must be he's weird. Mexico. yeah Was it, it weird? is kind of weird <laughs> yeah but so then he kind of goes off and does his own thing and the only reason i mentioned that is because he plays a part later in the movie this police officer down in Mexico. So they find out that this Manuel Diaz, who owns this house, has this brother whose name is Guillermo. Mm -hmm. And he's got knowledge of kind of how the cartel works and stuff. So they want to interrogate him. And they get some information about um, this tunnel or whatever. But anyways, before they interrogate him, they got to go and get him. So they, um, they have to take a plane to El Paso. Mm. and they fly to El Paso, which El Paso is pretty close to the Mexican border. So they meet up there, and they get, uh, Matt and Kate get on this private plane, and there you meet the next big character in the movie is Alejandro, who's Alejandro. played by Benicio Del Toro.
1: Benicio. What else has he been in again?
0: Funny enough, he's <laughs> the collector.
1: Oh, yeah. So yeah. that's Benicio Del it Toro. It all comes back to Marvel. <laughs> All the time. Yeah.
0: So he he's like really quiet, doesn't really say a whole lot, but he gets on the plane too. And they fly down to this Air Force base, which I believe is like right on the border of Mexico. Yeah. And they're gonna go in and they're gonna get this Guillermo guy. So they all load up into these black escalades like federal agents are always driving. And there's a lot of like aerial scenes as they show them driving down in the border and down into Mexico. Well, once they get into Mexico, all of these federal Mexican police.
1: Federales.
0: Yeah. Basically come in and they escort them. So there's like six, eight of these F-150 pickup trucks that are driven by these and they're in full SWAT gear and they're standing on the back of these pickups with like these 50 caliber Holy machine guns cow. so there's like six f-150s and then there's like six escalades, escalades. and then there's more f- mexican police behind them so it's this big huge convoy yeah. going into mexico and as they're driving into mexico kate looks out the window and she sees these guys naked hanging upside down from what? the overpass what so they've basically been killed by the cartels and they's hang him up there to set an example oh my gosh and the guy's like welcome to juarez he says because they're going into mexico to I've, find this I've guy i've been on yeah. a
1: missions trip there to juarez
0: so and another thing is from michael weston from burn notice fame, yeah, he's yeah. his name is steve and he's part of this group of like guys that are part of this group that are going to get this guy so he works with so, matt basically so
1: it's matt it's Matt and... What's Emily's character's Kate. name? Kate. Matt and Kate and Steve and... Alejandro. El- Alejandro.
0: Yeah. So they, they're driving down deep into Mexico and you can hear like gunfire going off in in the distance and stuff. And they pull in and they're basically doing a prisoner pickup, which is this Guillermo guy. He comes out with like this bag over his head and they've got um, military guys there with them too, right? right. So you, they've got guys in like full gear with them going just to pick up this one cartel guy because he's so high up that right they think that something's going to happen to him if they try and take him okay, out of okay and
1: now i'm going to interrupt you but i'm sure that you're probably going to be like i'll get to that but it's federales and it's corrupt and you've got the mexican army in there
0: no, it's those are U.S. troops. Oh, they were U.S. troops. Yeah, they're like a like a SEAL group, kind of like special forces. Okay, type well, guys. I was just
1: saying, in, who did they can't really trust the Mexican government, is what I'm saying. Is that going to come into play?
0: Um, possibly. Okay. Potentially. Just, yes.
1: Just getting ready for that.
0: Yeah. So they go in and they grab this guy, and they're like, "Okay, if they're gonna try something, they're not gonna do it here. They're gonna do it at the border." Okay. So they're trying to radio ahead to make sure that the border is open if they c- as much as possible. Yeah. Because you know when you see footage of the Mexican border, it's like just bumper-to-bumper yeah, traffic yeah, yeah. on both sides, right? Mm-hmm. It's, and usually it's people coming out of Mexico into the U.S. So they're going, and then they're like, okay, everything looks like it's clear, and this is big convoy. And then as they get close to the border, the F-150 trucks pull off. Yeah which is their escort, basically. Right. And then it's just these um, escalades pulling up. And this, I think, is one of the best scenes in the movie because it's, like, super tense as you're watching Yeah, it. I don't like watching like, that kind of so, garbage. So they pull up, and they realize there's they're radioed to them, and the guy says, there's a car that broke down, and they're trying to get it out of the way as soon as possible, yeah, but it's, it's back a trap. To traffic. It's a trap. So they all stop there and they're just kind of looking around and you know, they're like stay frosty, which is basically like be on your toes because something could happen. So they're looking around and they see these, this one car, two lanes over that's got all of these like gangster looking guys in it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they're like, you know, keep an eye on this one. And then they see another car and, uh, another group of kind of skeezy looking guys or whatever, so then they see like out of the shadow that one of them's holding like an Uzi. And they're mm. like, okay, we see a gun. Sh- can we engage? And they're like, no, you can't engage unless you've been engaged, basically. So they have to to Hold do something off. first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they see the guy getting out of the car, and they're like, gun. Let's. Mm. And they run out there, and they're like, put it down. And they they've got all these guys, and they they've got like fully automatic machine. The guns The guys on in the them. car. The truck. No, the the. Matt and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. all these guys, these DOD advisors. Right. Got it. Um, along with the special forces guy. And they're they're not they're just like surrounded the car. They're like, don't do it, put the gun down, and then the guy moves real quick and he gets shot. Um and then they end up getting back in the car and driving out. But um so yeah, that's really it's super intense just, scene yeah, when you watch yeah. it. It's really good. But then they cross the border. And they get back and they go to um, do some interrogation of Guillermo. And I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but he basically talks about this tunnel that they use to haul drugs and people in, which starts in Mexico and comes out in the U.S. So they try to get some more information about it. So they go to Tucson and there they meet some guys from Homeland Security. Yeah. And there's all of these buses there and it's just like a whole parking lot full of, mexican people sitting on the ground yeah and these are all like illegal immigrants that they've captured that they're going to take them back and alejandro's like you know um where are the ones that they grab towards around nogales because that's where they think the entrance to the tunnel is got it so they question them and they get some more information they're like yeah it looks like it's this abandoned car is actually where the door or entryway is Uh uh-huh and then they show like some drone footage of this car in the middle of the desert. And it's funny because there's all of these tire tracks and stuff around this car.
1: And it never moves.
0: Yeah, but it's just an abandoned car just sitting there basically.
1: So it's basically like a clown car. People just keep coming out of it and never going in. Well,
0: no, they go. Well, yeah, I guess if they're, if they're coming back, if they're coming back from the U.S., it's always people going into it because that's the tunnel that goes. It's in Mexico. Oh,
1: that one's in Mexico. Yeah, I was the, thinking it the one that came out. No, no, <laughs> the, like car, <laughs> the
0: car in the desert's in Mexico because that's the entrance way oh, into... Oh, got it, got it. So anyways, they find out that this guy who's like the leader of the cartel, his name is Fausto Alarcon. Alar- Fausto. Alarcon, Alarcon, something like that. And that's who Diaz reports to. So Diaz is like the number two and Guillermo is like the number three. So they're basically trying to, to Get, take down this cartel as yeah. much as possible. Um, so they real they want to basically kind of kick the nest to stir this up to where something goes bad for them and then Diaz gets called back into Mexico, back to his boss. So they decide they're going to freeze his accounts in the U.S.
1: Okay. And Diaz's or um, the head guys?
0: Like Matt this dod mm-hmm. yeah. advisor him and his group are going to seize the accounts of ds yeah 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 so they track this woman at this bank and she goes in and she dumps out like this big pile of cash to yeah. deposit and then they grab her on the way out and when the purse hits the ground it comes out with all of these they look like rubber bands but they're um they're the kind of like bands that like people wear on their wrists, you know, those, oh, those yeah. rubber, but they're yeah, all like, like this stay strong. Yeah. Or, but they're all yeah. like these distinct pink and blue colors for some reason. Hmm. So, and Live I mentioned that because that comes in later,
1: WWJD,
0: but they find out that this woman is depositing $9,000 a day, which is under the $10,000 limit where it has to be reported to the government. Yeah,
1: So it's not flagged. Yes.
0: Yeah, so it's not flagged. So she's
1: kind of, she's laundering basically.
0: Essentially, yeah. yeah, so nine thousand dollars a day for each day for a year for like fifteen years or something she's been doing this. So it's like seventeen million dollars and oh I my I, did, gosh. I ran the math and it was like I don't know it was like three million a year, 3 point two million a year. Whoa. that was being <laughs> so anyways, they freeze that and they freeze the accounts and and he Matt is like, um, he tells Kate not to go into the bank. Because she'd be seen on like the um security cameras and stuff, and she's like, she wants to play by the book and she's like, you know, we need to um, um, follow the rules and let's get this Diaz guy, you know let's we've got him on money laundering. let's and he's like, no, we're just trying to kick the nest because we want to get the higher guys. We don't want to get Diaz, you yeah. know And uh, I should go back to like she's getting kind of weary of Matt because. When she was down in the border, when they were crossing yeah. and they shooting, those guys shooting those Mexican people is illegal, potentially. Oh. You know, so she's like, what happened down there was illegal, and I don't want to be a part of this because oh, yeah. she's part of the FBI or whatever. And uh, so that's why he's like, you know, don't go into the bank or whatever. But she does and was talking to the people. So they come out and they go to this, her and her partner, the guy who, from black panther yeah yeah he they go to this bar and they meet um another guy whose name is ted and he's like this cop who works for phoenix pd okay and they're Lasso? having huh? Lasso? no <laughs> and they're having a good time and then ted and kate go back to kate's room and he goes to like empty his pockets and drops some of those rubber <gasps> band things oh. that were and she's like, something's oh, up. You know, you like are shady. who is this guy? You're shady. And then he ends up like choking her and <gasps> stuff. And oh, so Alejandro shady. comes in right at the end and like puts a gun to this guy's head. Well, come to find out, he works for Phoenix Police Department, but he's in the pocket of yes. Diaz and his folk.
1: Yep.
0: So he was just trying to get more information from her as to what, what they knew or what she knew or whatever. Right. But she wasn't really um, paying attention to that or whatever. So after that point... Was they, that
1: a date that they were supposed to be on or something?
0: No, they just... they. She got introduced to him there. Mm-hmm. The Ted guy was friends with her partner. Oh. So that's why he introduced her to got Ted. Got it. So after that, they're going to do this um, operation down into this tunnel, right? They're going to go down into Mexico and they're going to raid this tunnel. So they go in and they, um, they basically start working their way through. They're all wearing night vision and stuff because they're doing this at night. And they're slowly taking these guys out as they work their way through the tunnel. Well, Kate goes this one way and she comes out in this tunnel and the cop that was from Mexico in the beginning that I mentioned, he's unloading these bricks of like cocaine out of the back of his cop car. I knew it. And. Called it. Alejandro got there before Kate did. And is like holding the guy, the cop hostage. And and she's like, let him go, you know. So
1: Alejandro is a crooked guy.
0: Well, so then she's like, let him go. And then he turns and he shoots her.
1: Alejandro does? Yeah. And she's
0: got a bulletproof vest on. So basically just knocks the window out of her and knocks her to the ground. And he's like, don't ever point a weapon at me again, he says. And then he gets in the car with the cop and they drive away and pan or you know go back to when kate works her way out of the tunnel and she's like um you know what the heck's going on here why is alejandro doing this and come to find out that she thinks that alejandro is part of the colombian cartel but is working with it's all twisted the government and matt is like you know he's
1: not as bad or something he's
0: basically just an ends a means to an end kind of thing and he's helping Ugh. us Two wrongs where, do not make a right yeah, people so when will you learn she finds out then that the only reason why she really got pulled into this in the first place is because matt works for the cia and cia cannot do anything domestically without the FBI, without a domestic agency tagging along with them so he basically brought Kate in and used her, quotes on quotes, so that slimy dog. they could do their operation and they still had Sneaky a domestic snake. agency working with them. Mm-mm-mm. So go back to Alejandro, who is driving this, he's in the back seat of this cop car, and they've been tracking Diaz because after they froze his accounts, Diaz has to go back to Mexico to report to Fausto, who's his boss. Right. And The
1: number numero uno.
0: Yeah, so they've been tracking Diaz, and now this guy in the cop car, so Alejandro's behind the guy. He's basically forcing him to drive. Mm-hmm. and He's like, pull this car over in front of you. And he's like, don't you know who that is? You know, it's like this is like the number two leader of the drug cartel or whatever. And he's like, pull him over. So then he pulls him over, and he orders him out of the car. And the guy's like all, oh, Diaz is like yelling, and he's like, you know don't you know who i I am am,
1: yeah and
0: and, uh he tells him to get out of the car so he gets out of the car and then alejandro shoots the police officer and then he shoots diaz in the leg and he falls down excuse me and then he gets in the car with diaz and he's like we're going to to fausto's place so they get in the car and he drives there and um, he gets to the gate and he's like, yeah, I'm here to see the boss or whatever. And then, you know, the minute he waves him through, Alejandro's taking him, taking out the guards with Oh my like, gosh. Um, so
1: basically this is like a Colombian takeover of Mexican territory, their cartel. Well, they don't
0: necessarily say that he's in the cartel. That's kind of what her suspicion is. Mm. But he used to be a prosecutor in Mexico, Alejandro. Huh.
1: Interesting. Yeah,
0: so... But anyways, they're driving up through this guy, and this guy's got like this huge, gigantic mansion in like the middle of the desert, down in Mexico. Yeah. Right. So they stop, and these guard, three of these guards come up, and and they're just looking to see who's in it. And Diaz is sitting there holding his neck because his throat's been slashed. Oh my gosh! And then he gets out and shoots the other guys, and then he works his way through the compound, and he gets to. He sees Fausto sitting with his family eating dinner Uh-oh. across the way of this um it's it's almost kinda like a, a square and there's like a little section in the middle that's open. So he sees them across the way. Yeah. So he walks over there and
1: what is that called? It's called like um There's a special name for those. I can't yeah, remember where this is. I'm called. not sure
0: either. But he sits down at the table and he's like he, he tells him to keep eating. <laughs> And the guy's just looking at him. So it's Fausto and his wife and his two sons.
1: Boys, I'm assuming. And
0: you find out that this Fausto guy, yeah, ended up, he killed the wife of Alejandro and his daughter.
1: Oh, like revenge. Like his,
0: his daughter was put in like a vat of acid or something. Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah, so he's like. He's all bent on revenge.
0: Basically is part of it. And mm-hmm. then he they're talking back and forth and he's like, you know, look, you're no better and we're no better than the people that sent you here is what Fausto said, you yeah. know? And he's like, you know, I don't you have mean, time for this kind
1: Meaning, of thing.
0: Like we're no different. The cartel is no different than, than the CIA, than the CIA yeah. and all the stuff that they're doing. Yeah. And he's, he's like, um, Fausto says to him, he's like, it wasn't personal. It was just business, he says. Oh,
1: my gosh. That's a godfather line. And
0: uh, he, uh, Alejandro goes and he, he shoots his two kids and his wife <gasps> right there. Oh, my and he's goodness. he's like, finish eating, he says, or whatever. <laughs> and he's just super deadpan. Like, the whole time he's doing this, he's, oh like, really quiet goodness. and stuff. And uh, that's when he says the line, it's nothing personal, it's business. He's like, for me, it is personal. And he ends up shooting the guy and then he falls down and he shoots him again. And wow. then, so that's the end of that scene. And then they go back to um, Kate, who's staying in the hotel um, where the operation was. And Alejandra walks in and he's got this piece of paper and he's like, I need you to sign this piece of paper. And she opens it up and reads it. And it's like, basically a piece of paper that says, Everything that they did was by the book, which <laughs> is not true because right. all of the stuff that Here's went down. Here's a piece down, of paper that'll make everything and, official. And she's like, I can't sign this. And he's like, you need to sign it. And she's like, I'm not signing this. So he grabs a gun oh and goodness. points it at her. And he's like, you need to sign this. And he puts a, a pen down on the paper and, and she just starts crying. And, and then he puts the gun up underneath her chin. Oh, my goodness. And he's like, just sign the paper, you know she's like it's or he goes it's gonna look like suicide and then you realize that it's her gun that he has oh yeah and so then she's crying and she ends up signing the paper so then he just picks up the paper puts in his pocket and walks out and pulls the gun apart as he's walking out yeah so she like can't just grab the gun yeah and she puts it all back together and then um sees him walking out in the parking lot so she runs up to the balcony and she aims the gun at him and he just turns around and he first he looks over his shoulder but then he just turns around completely and he's just sitting there staring at her like do like, it go ahead and shoot me what are you gonna do you know and she ends up just lowering her gun and then he turns and he walks away and keeps walking oh my and gosh and then the last scene they show the mother and the kid of the cop who was hauling the drugs in mexico yeah and they're playing soccer, and then all of a sudden you hear, like, gunshots in the distance. Oh. And then everybody stops and kind of turns and looks, and then they kind of go back to playing soccer, and then that's the end of the movie. So it's like, Ugh. this is what life is like yes. in Mexico kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's so sad.
0: So, but yeah, I, I mean, it's a really good movie. I like it. And there's a second one, too. It's um, Sicario Two: Day of the Soldado, it's called. I think is Soldier in...
1: Did you watch that one already?
0: I've seen it, yeah. Um, it's pretty good. I don't, is don't think Alejandro it's as good as the first. It? Yeah, he's in it too. And
1: so was Emily Blunt?
0: No, Emily's not in that one. Hmm. So...
1: So do you feel like it's more... Is it Was it more of a vehicle for Alejandro's character or for Kate's character?
0: Oh, uh, I think it was both. Mm. I mean, they kind of dive into what you know the, their characters are and what they're doing and what's important to them kind of thing. So yeah. it's... It was interesting, but that's one scene that's always talked about in that movie is the border crossing because it's so tense. It's like, you know, everybody raves about it, but so yeah, I'm assuming that's a movie you would not want to watch.
1: Like you, you telling me the story about it makes like, it's like, yeah, that's interesting. But knowing the violence and the tension, I, you know, I hate tension. So I always have to leave the room. So I would prefer not to watch it, yes.
0: <laughs> and I think that a lot of what happens then, I'm sure some of it's embellished just because it's a movie, but I think a lot of that is kind of true to form of how mm-hmm. the cartels operate.
1: Yeah. Well you've watched a lot of um, documentaries on on cart- cartels. Yeah. So yeah. Cartels and From stuff.
0: Yeah, they're pretty pretty Grisom. ruthless. Yeah. So so yeah, that's the movie and we'll just cover the trivia here real quick. So the border crossing scene. They actually built a scale replica of that the United States border crossing because they said they couldn't shut down the actual border crossing to shoot. Yeah, because it wasn't realistic. Which is, I mean, it's super busy there all the time.
1: Right. Everyone else would be like honking their horn, get out of the way, I gotta get through here. Right. I'd (laughs) Um, be mad too if I had to go back and forth, and they had to stop for Hollywood. I'd be chapped.
0: Yeah, no kidding. So. Then a- another one is Emily Blunt was actually so sick in Mexico from food poisoning during the shoots that she needed IV fluids oh during takes. Talk about being dedicated no to film, right? doubt. And then the last thing, which you kind of alluded to earlier, was all of the characters. So Josh Brolin, who's Thanos. Yeah. Benicio de Toro is the collector. Daniel Kaluuya is Wakabi from... Wakabi, Um, Black Panther, John Bernthal, who plays Ted, is actually plays the Punisher in the Netflix series, which is also Marvel. yeah, yeah. And then Maximiliano Hernandez, Agent Sitwell are all part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And here's another piece that I didn't know. Emily Blunt was originally cast as Black Widow. She was? But she had to pull out due to scheduling conflicts.
1: Hmm.
0: So, yeah. That would have been really interesting. That would have been interesting, so...
1: I could see her being cast as Captain Marvel.
0: Uh, I don't know. I could see her as um, Black Widow for sure.
1: But yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because, like, I, you know how I used to, like, watching Doctor Who? And it's every... There's only so many English actors, you know, from from the UK that they use that are always crossing in and out. And so, like, every time I watch something on... PBS or Masterpiece Theater or Downton Abbey or whatever, like, oh, that guy was, they were on Doctor Who? They were on Doctor Who? They were on Doctor Who? Right. So now in the United States, it's like, oh, they were in Marvel? They were in Marvel?
0: They're all linked back. So So that's episode four. In the books. Yep. Thanks for listening as always. Yeah, thanks. And if you want to leave feedback of any sort or suggestions for movies potentially, uh, the email address is... M M W W W -w -w podcast at gmail.com. So movies, my wife won't watch podcast at gmail.com or you can go to the anchor FM website for our page and leave a message there.
1: Make sure it's a movie that I wouldn't watch.
0: Yes. Which would probably (laughs) likely be the genres we talked about in episode one. So (laughs) horror, crime, action, thriller,
1: anything that's really tense and keeps you on the edge of your seat
0: type of stuff. So, Again, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.